we were born with these instincts of knowing what we want and it's our job to kind of tap into that potential and tap into that basis of fear and push through it like don't try to go over it don't try to go under it push through that fear because that's the only way through hello everyone this is the first episode coming to you from more McEwen. <laughs> The Pursuit of 20-something. This episode, I will be covering being grateful for your fears and nerves and why I'm starting this podcast in the first place and my fears behind the whole subject of starting my own podcast. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so we're just starting. We are just starting. We're kicking this off. We're going swell. We're going strong. I'm going to start off with what I have been up to recently. Um, currently, I am, and we all are, going into the summer of 2022. I just finished my third year of college. I am 21 years old, and that's nuts, but... As excited as I am for school to be over, I'm also super excited to soak in this last year because as time has progressed in college, it's so awesome to see your major like really hone down on the skills that you need and need to acquire in order to be successful in what your studies are. Um, as for that, I am a nutrition major. I'm nutritional entrepreneurship at ASU. And I know that a lot of you are probably like, hmm, Maura, what is that? What do you do with that? Because I get that question, honestly, all the time. So I thought I would read you the official little transcript of what ASU says nutritional entrepreneurship is. The program encompasses important areas of knowledge and skills for future nutritional entrepreneurs, whether they intend to innovate within an organization or launch a food and nutrition-related business. Key topics include how to develop an online presence, supported by evidence-based principles, thorough social media, blogging, podcasting, and video. How to launch nutritionally sound startups and businesses for individual practices and consulting and how to market and manage a business. A lot of the learning that's integrated within this curriculum is very experimental and hands-on, and I absolutely fell in love with the major as soon as I got into it. Uh, I actually was diagnosed with celiac disease and Hashimoto's, which if you guys don't know, celiac disease is when you're allergic to wheat, barley, and rye, and then Hashimoto's is kind of I don't want to say side effect of it because it's actually so terrible and it's definitely not just a side effect, but Hashimoto's is basically big thyroid problems. I have hypo, which means I don't have a thyroid basically. So a lot of my hormones are regulated through the types of food that I eat and medication. (laughs) So fun and games, but it's been awesome learning about it. And I definitely see my cup half full with that whole situation. I would not be where I am today and as happy as I am with life today without those kind of downfalls that I had in life, I guess you could say. But furthermore, I just got back from a three-week road trip. Um, It took me six... So I'm in Arizona. That's where I go to school and live. 
but my whole family, I was born and raised in Northern California, the Bay Area, what's up? And so I took a road trip up there with my friend Amelia, and then on the way, I stopped at a lot of my friends' places who go to the University of California's. So I was in Long Beach, San Luis Obispo, Santa Cruz, Manhattan Beach, Santa Barbara, which was super sick, like such a good time, especially which all the kids that I visited, I grew up with and my parents are best friends with all their parents. And so it was just super cool seeing them and seeing them at their college and at where they're living and currently, you know, just what they're doing all together. I mean, we keep up, but to physically see them in their little college environment was so cool and it was even cooler because Amelia is one of my closest friends in college so kind of intertwining all of that together was really cool um anyway then I went up to see my parents for a bit which was awesome I love being at home I love just hanging around them we just you know kind of kick the feet up and <laughs> and booze outside no I mean yeah I know that's totally what happens but <laughs> okay anyway furthermore I have goals for the summer and these goals include a lot of projects I want to read at least six books this summer which sounds like a lot but honestly something that I learned from doing 75 hard challenge which if some of you guys don't know what that challenge is it's basically Andy Frisella came up with this challenge for 75 days straight consecutively if you fail a day then you have to start over the whole entire program so say you're on day 35 and you fail on day 35 you have to just start completely all over which it was just such a mind battle but anyway uh the basically the challenge is for 75 days straight you do two workouts each 45 minutes one inside one outside take a progress photo 10 pages of reading one gallon of water follow a diet and no cheat meals or alcohol um, so yeah, that was really cool. Anyway, so during that, I started reading a lot more than what I usually would, and I found myself, like, surpassing those 10 pages. At first, it was kind of like, I'm really pushing myself to read these 10 pages. Um, hate to say it, but yeah, that was it. And then I, after a week or two, it was kind of just going with the flow. Like, those 10 pages go by so fast, and it was really cool, and so I read quite a bit. I mean, I still read a lot, but this past school year was so jammed packed with a lot of um, literature heavy courses, so I didn't read as many books as I would like to, other than textbooks. Furthermore, I paint murals as kind of freelance work, and a lot of my murals have to do with companies just telling me what they want, and it's my job to sort of execute their vision on it. And my goal this summer is to really start making my own designs and start collaborating with people instead of just listening to what they want. I mean, don't get me wrong, my clients are very flexible and take my advice, but it's more their vision than mine, which, you know, would be cool to adjust. And then furthermore, I really want to run, I really, really, really want to run a marathon this year. Last year, I (laughs) last year, I got up to 15 miles, which was like the longest distance I've ever ran. But then I found myself moving to Costa Rica and I couldn't finish the marathon. But honestly, at the time of my life in Costa Rica, I can definitely get into that on a different episode. But yeah, so I didn't end up finishing it. Though, being a short distance or short sprint athlete my whole life, 
running such a long distance, I literally never ever in a million years wanted, thought I'd want to do or thought I could do, which is just, you know, ridiculous in the first place to think you can't do something, but anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, this summer I definitely want to train for a marathon and see where I can get with that. And then to further that fitness goal, I want to be doing quite a bit of yoga. I want to be doing about two classes of hot yoga a week. There, is, My favorite yoga studio provides free hot yoga classes to ASU students once a week, so that's hype. And then, of course, if you know me, I cannot stay put in one place, so I definitely will be doing a couple small trips. So yeah, that's kind of the recent events, and that's what's up with me recently. Okay, now, why am I starting this podcast all of a sudden? Like, what what is this about? First off, though, I really want to start off with my fears behind this whole thing. Uh, I've been wanting to do a podcast for about three years now, but there's always fears that set in. There was, like, external ones, which kind of consisted of school and work and going out of town which were really like those are external barriers but um there's a lot of internal barriers uh that would kind of just I'm, I'm not someone with a lot of anxiety and I have quite a bit of friends who suffer from actual anxiety and I know that I don't I don't really suffer from that but I found myself finding a lot of that type of energy or you know, anxiety within thinking about putting myself out there on such a large platform like this. Um, It can be quite a scary thing to put yourself out there like this. I mean, first of all, though, why did it take me so long? You know, I said I wanted to be doing this for three years. Uh, It took me so long because I find myself spreading myself thin quite a bit. And I'm really good at time management. It's one of my strengths for sure. But sometimes I find myself not doing as good as a job as I would like to do with something, which can be super upsetting for someone who expects the best out of themselves, as everyone else should expect the best out of themselves. But I really tend to spread myself thin and say yes to a lot of things. And so with this, I really wanted to make sure that I was producing quality stuff that people really wanted to listen to, and I was going to be consistent with it and really put my all into it. So that was a big barrier of mine as well. But going back to these internal barriers, let's talk about our feelings, guys. (laughs) Okay. Um, No, internal barriers. First of all, feeling like I won't really have something to say. You know, like, it's just like this weird feeling comes over you of, I'm supposed to be talking on this for about an hour, and this is more of a solo podcast, even though... I plan on having interviews on here and guests and everything. It's more a solo podcast than ever. And it it kind of, like, weaned on me. Like, I won't have a lot to say, which is ridiculous. <laughs> um, if anyone knows me, I have plenty to say. <laughs> um, but also, I would introduce the idea of this to other people. And... It was almost like I was looking for their approval within telling them that I wanted to start a podcast, which was honestly probably what I was doing. But at the same time, I am someone who likes to share my ideas with other people and kind of hear their creative feedback and what they think, whether 
what they think is negative or positive. I am a big fan of feedback and I'm very good at filtering, you know, if that type of feedback is like actually um, like useful and critiquing wise, you know, use, what is the word for that? Um, you guys know what I mean, something critique. Anyway, <laughs> um, and then furthermore, the classic, like, w- again, going back to that, what are others going to think, you know, like, I'm putting myself out there on this platform and speaking about my own stories or about my experiences and my opinions and perspectives on matters that can be controversial or not controversial or a lot of people will, you know, think what they want to think about it, but that's kind of the beauty of all of this and <laughs> and being able to think whatever you want and, you know, like, that was another internal barrier of mine. Um, furthermore, it was the feeling of not being qualified, you know, but then, like, you know, what makes you qualified to do a podcast? You know, if someone can give me that qualification, good speaker, I know plenty of podcasters who wouldn't be considered great public speakers, but they're very successful in the podcast business. I know. So, yeah, I didn't feel qualified. Um, I honestly, I had so much fear behind it that I was like, okay, I have fear, so maybe if I get a partner, it won't be as bad. Like, not all of the weight's going to be on me. And I got the partner, and I noticed how much of a control freak I was with all of this, you know? It was kind of like they wanted to take a path of kind of having a non-filtered podcast and talking about, you know, it was really hard to get on the same page as them. And that's kind of all about finding the right partner and love, love that person to death, but it wasn't working for us. (laughs) Um, yeah, but end of the day, that fear was so great and so powerful on me that I felt a complete drive to do this even more, you know, like, why am I so afraid of this? And if I'm so afraid, then this is a boundary that I need to break. Because if I cowered away from this, like, how many other great opportunities am I going to coward away from because of this fear of, like, not feeling qualified or not feeling or feeling like I'm going to get critiqued, you know, like, how many things am I going to fear away from if you know, great opportunities if I, you know, you know what I'm saying, guys, (laughs) but putting myself out there like this is definitely a huge form of growth. Putting yourself out on the table of things that you're super fearful of is a form of growth, but yeah, just chasing the uncomfort. In this journey of life, we're going to face a lot of uncomfort and adversity, but it's kind of our jobs and passions and will of life to push past all of those uncomforts and to face them head on because the only way is through. Uh, I have a strong liking and pull and I love watching Under Armour's campaign videos on their athletes. Michael Phelps one is definitely my favorite but I just watched um, her name's Amike Salander which I might be butchering her name but it's spelled I-M-K-E-S-A-L-A-N-D-E-R and she's a professional runner. Uh, She kind of talks about the subject of how she lost her mother, and she was living in a lot of fear at the time, and this is a direct quote from her. She said, I was feeling afraid and took that to turn it into something so powerful, because 
just as I was saying, was there was so much fear and like all of that energy of fear, I could have just kept, you know, and let me let it hold me down under this water and bridge of fear or turned all of that extreme energy and power of fear into something so much more powerful and greater that can lead me to success and like lead me down the path of what I want to do and who I want to be and really find that purpose in life. Um, and then furthermore, uh, another quote that I really like a lot is Andy Frisella says, what is, what is with the mentality in society that some people need some sort of guarantee of success before they start to work hard? Andy Frisella is the king of motivating me to just start. Um, ever since I started listening to him, He's really inspired me. I mean, his, his most recent podcast episodes are extremely political, so I wouldn't... I mean, if you're into that, go for it. But it's more the beginning, his CFO project or CEO project, which is probably like the first 60 or 100 episodes of his podcast, are really just motivating and very entrepreneur entrepreneurship mindset-based. And, um, you know, he really pushed me to just start and, like, pursue the things that I want to pursue and don't look back. We have like an extreme amount of untapped potential in a lot of people because they're afraid to just start. And some people, I mean, I've said it to some people, I say, just start because they're kind of just like, oh, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. And it's like, just start. And they look at me like almost frustrated, which I totally get and I can relate to. But at the same time, it's just starting um, relating it back to this whole podcast thing, I just looked at myself and I was like, you just need to start. Where did I start? I started, I looked up how to create a podcast name, like how to create a podcast outline, what you need, what softwares you need. I bought the microphone. Like I didn't just dive in and start recording an episode, you know, just starting is just looking, look into some research, purchase the microphone, create an outline. Um, yeah, shout out to my girl Angela. Uh, I'll definitely link her below. But she, I, she was one of my friends, and I know she just graduated being a graphic designer. And I was like, definitely, please help me create the art for this podcast of mine. Just start. Um, we need to have so much more confidence in our own decisions in life. There's so many people that kind of cowered away from the decisions that they made, or second guess themselves and it's insane uh the book you are a badass she directly quotes it's like we're born with a big bag of money she's referencing you know the inner that our intuition that we're born with you know as we're kids we're kind of uh born with intuition of trusting our instincts how to breathe you know how to eat when we're hungry how not to care about what anyone thinks of our singing voices dancing moves all that but again It's like we're born with a big bag of money, more than enough to fund any dream of ours. And instead of following our instincts and our hearts, we invest in what other people believe we should invest in. And that kind of hit home, you know, like, like we all have this fear of failure when we were born with these instincts of knowing what we want. And it's our job to kind of tap into that potential and tap into that basis of fear and push through it like don't try to go over don't try to go under it push through that fear because that's the only way through um 
this fear of, and honestly, guys, I don't know how many ums I can edit out of this podcast. I need, I need to work on that. (laughs) I will definitely be, that'll be a progress goal of this podcast is working on my ums. Uh, Fear of failure, though, is something, it's just like we all have it. You know, it's this fear of, I'm not going to succeed in this, so maybe I should try something else that I'm better at. When it's like, how many times are you going to say that? You know, there's thing. it, when I was, I played hockey from three years old up until 2019, I went to college for it, and I was really scared to exit the sport only because, you know, like we kind of had, I... I was so used to like being successful in what I was good at and knowing that there's things that I haven't experienced yet. I was really scared to get myself out there because, you know, as someone who's so competitive and passionate about succeeding, that fear of failure really snaps in a lot of the time and we all have that and that's okay. It's okay to notice that we have that, but you need to kind of push through that. Um, Stop listening to that stupid voice in your head that's saying you can't do it. Stop listening to other people that say you can't do it. You can do what you put your mind to. (laughs) This is really motivating right now. Um, Am I a motivational speaker? (laughs) Um, Anyway. (laughs) So when I was playing hockey and I was looking at colleges that I wanted to play for, there's a school Merrimack that came up on my radar because they produced the sickest hype video guys it was the YouTube video is called Merrimack women's hockey all access the first season they did really well that year and it was unbelievable but anyway they emphasize in the video beginning something new attracts the bold and determined when you start something new, you're putting yourself out there and you're creating a starting line and other people see you creating this starting line and they're like, I want to create my own starting line. And then that person inspires other people to start their own starting line. And that's the beauty in getting yourself out there and following your passions is you're inspiring other people and you're doing so good on your community. Um, For another thing that the coach emphasizes in that video is all these nerves are going to creep in about, you know, something that you're fearful of doing, but it's super good to acknowledge them and then just do you, you know, like make it happen. Just keep going with the flow. Nerves are super normal. You need to appreciate that they're there, you know, without nerves, there's not too much of a drive to want to do something. And it's kind of just all muscle memory and with nerves there, it really just, you know, keeps you on your toes but um saying you'll continuously start tomorrow or next week is insane there's nothing like the present and you need to really grasp that because you know saying tomorrow is ridiculous <laughs> and that's all I gotta say on that but uh maybe this podcast doesn't work out for me and you know it all fails or I realize that I have a speech impediment (laughs) and I say I'm too much but at the end of the day I put myself out there and I tried 
no matter how small or large of a step this podcast is in my life, I know that I just started it and it was something that I was super scared of and pushed past and put myself out there and I think that that's super important in life. So, you know, that's my gist on all that. God, this first this first episode is going to be it's going to be a learning curve. Just really stick in it with me this summer, guys, because I think my speech is about to get a nice. Okay, kickstarting also or end end starting. God help me. Um <laughs> a lot of terminology, I guess. Uh hold on. Okay, honestly, I was going to edit that out, but I am kind of someone who messes that kind of stuff up a lot, you know, like the whole critiquing thing or, you know, the wrong use of kickstart, aka this is the end of the podcast soon, and anyway, so I thought I'd just keep that in there because it's easy to laugh at if I'm with my friends, but it's so, it's not as easy to laugh at when you're by yourself, but it's definitely a personality trait of mine, so I'm gonna keep that one in there, no matter how much it hurts me or you. <laughs> um, but anyway, I want to talk about why I'm doing this or why I had the drive to do it in the first place. Uh, at the beginning of COVID, we were really reduced to small small circles. Whether we wanted those people around us or not, those were the people that were going to be around us. And I, it, I relate strongly and put a lot of faith into the whole subject of the five top, the top five people that you surround yourself with are the main influences and molders of your life and the path that you go down obviously you're able to focus on what you can control and really take a moment for yourself and put your own path out but let's not be oblivious to the fact of who you hang around is who you become in a sense anyway so that small circle is happening and so i dove into podcasts especially when i was doing 75 hard challenge a lot of my outside 45 minute workouts was going for long walks and so podcasts were my saving grace and kind of escape go to create those top five influences i had my top five influences in person i guess you could say during the time but i really honed in on podcasts and took advantage of the fact of i could create that other small circle within the podcasting world because it is necessarily people talking to you and kind of having a conversation with you although you're not responding it's you kind of are responding in your head you're responding to what they're saying and so it was a really cool experience to have that I still have that experience and uh podcasts have saved me a lot with that and have guided me down a path of success and has really created a space and world for me to be more confident and secure in what I want to do now why am I choosing to do this topic or just to speak on such a platform like this. One, I wanted to bring a lot of perspectives to the table. Yes, my own, obviously, but I do look forward to interviewing quite a bit of people and learning more about their perspectives and really challenging people to get out of their comfort zones and realize how many different paths there are in 
this world, especially in our 20s that people are going around, going on, there's so many different paths and they all lead to success and we all need to be happy for each other's success. Even though each one looks different, it's extremely easy to compare ourselves to other people, especially nowadays with all the social media and highlight reels that we see all the time. And, you know, you don't really see these people struggling as much as they necessarily are in life and it's super easy to compare yourself to that and think that you're doing the wrong thing in life or think you're going down the wrong path or second guessing yourself or filling yourself up with fear when I really want this to focus on the drive of challenging other people to engage in others perspectives and ways of life. I really want you guys to feel more confident in your lives and that you know again like no one has the same path to success and we're all out here just trying to feel good and better ourselves and find our purpose um yeah that's kind of a good gist of all of that and i'm really really excited for this little journey we're going on because you guys are on it with me whether you guys are hopping off the train after this chaotic first episode or not because I also feel the same this episode feels extremely chaotic to me and I love being transparent and this is probably my fifth time recording this episode and that will include me editing out a lot of ums or you know you know (laughs) but yeah so I'm excited for this adventure and I really hope you guys stick through it with me and I'm more than open to hear your guys' perspectives and critiques and suggestions and what you would like to hear me talk about. I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and got something from it, anything from it, um, positively. <laughs> um, a positive aspect of getting something from this, whether it's po- as long as it's positive for you, I'm okay with it. But um, you can follow me on my social media. My Instagram is no more that. N-O-M-A-U-R-A-D-A-T. Subscribe, please. I would love to have some subscribers on this, but at the same time, if this isn't for you, then go ahead and move on or recommend it to a friend who you think would like it. I'm excited for this journey again.